It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. It certainly is. It's the national news for week commencing January 29, 2023. And this week, WIA DX Awards Manager Graham Alston, VK3GA, WIA Director Stephen Green, VK2TSG, and joining our regular team of VK2LAW, 3FFF and 4FUQ this week are VK6QI Mark, VK4TFN Robert, VK4FJRK John Lux, VK3ARM Robert, VK3HJ Luke, VK3GTV Cole, VK2APC Alec, and VK1MIC Wade. Wow, some lineup. Now, there's much, much more coming up in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. And with the sharp razor blades and scissors, I'm Editor Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. We give you the news we like and nothing else. We are VK1 WIA. This is your WIA director, Stephen Green, VK2 TSG, with this week's board comment. I apologise for my voice right now, as it appears to be my turn for the dreaded virus. Today, I'd like to bring to your attention the WIA Awards Program. There is an annual call for nominations ahead of the AGM, with the decision of the board made on the basis of contribution or achievement, with not all awards made yearly. Your nomination for awards help promote not just the awardees' achievements, but also amateur radio as a whole within Australia and its territories. At this time, we have received only a few nominations, and to be truthful, we'd like to see a good deal more. Do you know someone who has made a significant contribution to amateur radio, the WIA, or affiliated groups? Why not nominate them today? Please take a look at the WIA website for more information and the nomination form under the For Members menu. This year, we would like to close nominations on the 31st of March, and while that's not exactly tomorrow, it's better to get in early or before items more pressing overtake us. In other matters, for WIA-affiliated clubs, it is very important to ensure that you have a base level of WIA members as part of your club to maintain affiliation with the Wireless Institute, and therefore access to insurance and other benefits. We encourage clubs and their members to consider this with the beginning of club activities for 2023. That's all from myself for now. So 73s, Stephen, VK2TSG. We are VK1WIA. The WIA DX Awards Committee would like to congratulate Bunbury Radio Club for winning the inaugural WIA DX Awards VK Clubs competition. This award recognises the WIA affiliated club that scores the most number of DXCC slots in the calendar year. In 2022, this number was a remarkable 7,336. The North East Radio Group were second on 3,859 with Amateur Radio New South Wales third on 1,360. In total, 12 radio clubs participated in 2022. The winning members of Bunbury Radio Club were VK6APK, VK6DW, VK6IR, VK6OZ and VK6RZ. 
Thank you to our sponsor, DX Radio Systems, for providing the medals for these members. The competition is open for 2023, again sponsored by DX Radio Systems, and we encourage any WIA-affiliated radio club to get their members to enrol in the WIA DX Awards program and create their own club group. 73 from Graham Alston, VK3GA Awards Manager. This news originates from the Wireless Institute of Australia. Born to lead since 1910. I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK, and this is Rewind. Rewind. At the age of 12, he built his first amateur radio transmitter with pieces of broken toys, and at 15, his first TV camera. A whole life has passed since a Mexican became the best-known scientist of the time some 60-odd years ago. It was Mexican inventor Guimo González Camarita who came up with the concept of colour TV. His knowledge transcended so much that Mexico's Channel 5 carries the call XHGC in honour of González Camarita, his initials engraved forever. In the early 1940s, Camarena developed his first colour TV system, known as the Colour Television System No. 1, which was patented in 1942. The system used three colour lenses to separate the television signal into red, green and blue, which allowed the transmission of colour images. Despite its innovation, Camarena's system was not adopted commercially due to competition from other colour television systems. There were several under development at the time, including the NTSC standard, which was adopted as the official colour television standard in both the United States and Mexico. Still, Camarena's work was recognised by the industry and he was honoured with several awards and recognitions, including Mexico's Medal of Technological Merit and Mexico's Order of the Aztec Eagle. His legacy continues to be remembered and he is one of the pioneers in the history of television in Mexico. My time is up. I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK, and this has been Rewind. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's national news service. We are VK1WIA. Now, international news with VK2LAW Jason. Hello. Leading this week's international news from Region 1, SEPT Short Range Device Project Team SE24 Meeting Number 108 took place January 9 to 11. The IARU participated in the work of the group on several work items associated with wireless power transfer, WPT, and ultra-wideband UWB automotive radars. The impact and standardisation of WPT technologies is being carefully assessed across the lowest HF bands, and the impact of UWB technologies is relevant in the amateur service allocations in the millimetre wave bands at 76, 122 and 134 GHz. IARU Region 1 continues to fully engage in the ongoing studies associated with WPT to ensure minimal impact to our lowest HF bands. The SARL 100 Years Project is progressing very well. 
From the smallest newspaper clipping to the handwritten notes of amateurs from the early 1900s, it's amazing what's been preserved, donated or made available to the project so far. Since so much information had already been gathered, the author started compiling and editing the first chapters of the book from the beginning of wireless telegraphy in South Africa to the beginning of the Second World War, a period of over 40 years, where, among other achievements, the foundation for broadcasting in South Africa was also laid by the amateur radio pioneers. In the next weeks, Annette, Zulu Romeo 6 Delta, will travel to Cape Town and back via the Garden Route and Port Elizabeth to visit some senior amateur operators to record their stories and collect memorabilia they want to donate to the project. Where the items are valuable and or cannot be donated, they will be photographed to have a record of the items. No matter where you are in the world, if you have ZS memorabilia, Annette can be contacted on the email you'll read in our text edition this week. To news from Region 2 in the USA, North Carolina Station loses two towers to vandalism. These recent incidents coincide with a dramatic increase in metal thefts, said the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters. Police are investigating after vandals brought down two local radio towers belonging to WSJSAM, according to station officials. According to WFMY News, a TV station based in Greensboro, the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters issued a message to member stations about the vandalism, writing in part, NCAB has recently heard reports from several association members of perpetrators intentionally damaging communications towers and stealing copper from broadcast facilities and tower sites. As has been reported to us, at least three radio tower sites in the Triad area have been vandalised. In one instance, a tower's guy wires were cut, leading to a tower collapsing. These recent incidents coincide with a dramatic increase in metal thefts, with copper, bronze, brass and aluminium all being targeted, according to law enforcement. The FBI is also involved in this case since it's a federal crime. To Curaçao, the Dave Coulter Memorial Youth DX Adventure Group is returning to Curaçao this year and is inviting young amateurs to be a part of the operation between July 13th and 18th with the goal of forming a DX team of amateurs between the ages of 12 and 17. This year, the timing of the trip has an added bonus because this year's DX Adventure overlaps somewhat with the Youth on the Air Camp taking place in Canada in July. The young hams in Curaçao can expect to have some scheduled contacts with the Yota campers as well. And to our own backyard in Region 3, in New Zealand, NZART, the ZL equivalent of our WIA, will hold their 2023 conference and AGM in Palmerston North over the King's Birthday weekend, being the 3rd and 4th of June in ZL. Location is the Millennium Copthorne Hotel in Palmerston North. In India, a massive religious pilgrimage in India has just concluded and, as always, the safety of the thousands attending was assured with the help of amateur radio. This pilgrimage is the largest religious gathering in India, the Ganga Saga Mela, and the West Bengal Radio Club was there as always to assist with public safety, communications and coordination for individuals who fell ill and needed airlifting from the island to area hospitals. 
More than a dozen people were reported missing at the massive gathering and the Hams assisted in reuniting them with their families on the island. Officials told the Hindu newspaper that they had the support of about 42 amateur radio operators. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We are VK1 WIA. Now, operational news with VK4 FUQ. Felix. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, 2023. Ross Hull Memorial VHF UHFGX Marathon Contest finishes Tuesday 31st and logs are due Valentine's Day. February 25-26, New Zealand's Jock White Memorial Field Day. This annual ZL contest is named to honour Jock White ZL2GX, NZART contest and awards manager for over 40 years, for the service that he gave to NZART during that time. The Jock White has always held the last full weekend in February, Saturday 1500 hours to 2400 hours NZDT, Sunday, 0600 hours to 1500 hours NZDT, and on 40 and 80 metres. Overseas stations in the South Pacific area are welcome and a special category exists for us. March 18, 19, the third weekend. John Moyle Field Day, UTC 0100 hours Saturday to 0059 hours UTC Sunday. DX Window. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be on the pointy end of a de-expedition pile-up? Would you like to visit a beautiful South Pacific Island and combine some radioactivity? VK3HJ Luke has the info. Well, the VK9 November Tango de-expedition boot camp might be just what you're looking for. A small group of experienced Australian de-expeditioners is inviting members to join them this year on Norfolk Island in the second half of March. All you need to do is book and pay for a holiday on the island and then come along to the radio station and have a go. The team has done the rest. Whether you're an experienced op looking for some time behind the microphone, Morse paddle or keyboard, or a relative newcomer looking to learn about DXing and being in the thick of it, this boot camp might be just suitable for you. For more information, visit the website. Thanks, Luke. And as with all news items, web addresses and points of contact are best read at wia.org.au. Just read the printed news service. Now, from Norfolk to Easter Island. Mario is QRV as C3WB stroke C0. From Isla de Pascua until the end of January. Activities holiday style on 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres using SSB. QSL to home call CE3WB. Timor Leste. Again active from Timor Leste, OC148 is 4W stroke JH2EUV until March the 3rd. Activity 10, 12, 15, 17 and 20 metres, FT8. QDH is the Palm Beach Hotel, Dilly. QSL Varela TW, Bureau. Guam. QRV is N7JVJ until April 28. On 40 to 10 metres using SSB and FT8. QSL via the operator's instructions. Turkey. Many special event stations with prefix and numeral TC100 are on the air all year long. TC100TC, TC100TA, TC100TR and TC100YEAR are celebrating the centenary of the Turkish Republic. 
QSL via the Bureau. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3 Triple F, Bruce. And a very good day to you. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. A group of University of Arizona students are putting the final touches on a CubeSat set to be launched into space this year. CubeSats are about the size of a small microwave oven. The UA CatSat will give students hands-on experience developing and running a space station. UA astronomy professor Chris Walker says the students took their proposal to NASA four years ago and said around 40 students over the years have been working on it and our current cadre of students is about 10. Professor Walker explained they are very motivated students, excellent students from all different departments of the university, different levels. Walker notes graduating students mentor newcomers to the program semester by semester. They put the finishing touches on the satellite last month. The CatSat will ride into space aboard a privately owned rocket. Its launch date has yet to be finalised. Worldwide special interest group news and summits on the air. Wade, VK1MIC, joins us with news of that special SOTA call, VI10 SOTA, which will be used from February to year's end. The call sign can be used by anyone activating a VK1 summit during the year. An online reservation system has been implemented and details of this can be found by contacting the VK1 mailing list on Groups.io. While the call sign has been allocated for the entire year, the official launch of the call sign is planned for the 1st of February, which is the date VK1 SOTA summits were officially registered within the SOTA database in the UK. It's worth noting that SOTA first kicked off in Australia with the registration of VK3 summits in February in 2012, followed by VK5 that year and VK1 joining later that year also. Since then, amateurs around Australia have been trudging up hills with their equipment in their backpacks to make at least four contacts from the summit's activation zone, which includes the summit itself and down approximately 25 metres from the peak. SOTA requires uh, summits to have at least 150 metres of prominence around so not all peaks are eligible. However, many summits are located within parks, so they're also very popular with WWFF activators as well. Anyone listening on the HF bands will have heard activations of summits and parks almost every weekend of every year. Summits in the park give those working the summit on air credit for both SOTA and WWFF awards. Once again, this has been Wade, VK1MIC, on behalf of the VK1 SOTA team. Thanks, Wade. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. What is a mayday? It's the international signal for an emergency made by planes and boats which use radio communications, which was recently used on Qantas flight QF144 from Auckland to Sydney, which ended up landing safely, be it on only one working engine. 
But the history of the May Day call dates back to the 1920s, and while SOS had been used to signal an emergency via Morse code, with the increase in air travel, it was less practical to use over radio. Frederick Stanley Mockford came up with a new word for signalling an emergency, Mayday. Frederick was in charge of radio at Croydon Airport near London, but as planes flew to Le Bourget Airport in Paris, France, just across the Channel, Mockford proposed the word as it was the phonetic equivalent of Mayday, which means help me, or Mayday, which means come help me in French. It is repeated three times to avoid confusion and was approved in February 1923. South Africa. Sunday, 15th of January, the Aeronautical Rescue Coordination Centre requested SARL Hamnet Gorteng to deploy a team to assist with scene management of a light aircraft accident. SARL Hamnet is the ZS version of WIA's Wyson. They responded to the accident scene at Nazrek in Johannesburg South to assist with various duties from managing the scene, keeping unauthorised persons from the site, to assisting various rescue and law enforcement agencies and providing water to all personnel on site. The team provided much-needed support and collaboration to the management of the incident scene alongside other emergency agencies. The volunteers were thanked for responding, and although the outcome was a tragic one, it demonstrated that amateur radio operators, SARL Hamnet members in particular, are always ready to respond in a time of need. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital Radio Relay International, an independent amateur radio messaging organisation, has expanded its digital traffic network infrastructure to Puerto Rico. Cole, VK3GTV, has the story. According to the organisation, the DTN is a hybrid mesh network utilising HF for long-haul traffic and VHF-UHF gateways for local emergency communications activities. CQ magazine says over the past year, according to RRI, the group has been providing training to volunteers in Puerto Rico as well as technical support and one-on-one assistance. During Hurricane Maria, it says, one RRI volunteer alone handled over 2,000 welfare messages out of the stricken area. The system also makes use of Windlink and says it's fully interoperable and integrated with other emergency communications resources. RRI also sponsors the National SOS Radio Network and Neighbourhood Radio Watch programs. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Thanks, Cole. Worldwide special interest groups, Yota, shortwave listener wins Young Scientists of the Year in Ireland. Alec, VK2APC, joins us. Thank you, Bruce. Shortwave listener Shane O'Connor from Kildee Sart, County Clare, along with his teammate Liam Carew, were announced as the winners of this year's BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition at the RDS in Dublin. Back in 1963, the US Science Fair was brought to Ireland and has gone on to bigger and better things every year. This year it reached an all-time high with just over 2,000 projects being submitted. 
All entries were screened to select just 550 projects to go through to compete in the RDS. The event attracts over 40,000 people, making it one of the largest events of its kind in Europe, if not the world. Shane and Liam, both aged 18 and in sixth year in the Abbey School in Tipperary, won with their project assessing the impact of a second-level education on key aspects of adolescence, life, and development. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Malik, VK2 APC in Sydney. The pair will also represent Ireland at the European Union Contest for Young Scientists in Brussels in September and at the 64th Annual London International Youth Science Forum this summer. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from sunny Bendigo. Who listens to radio? This is LMB KB3 TZD. This is Greg VK2 GBK. Julian Joe School Amateur Radio Club Network VK3 SRC. I'm Tony VK7 AX. Hello again from Peter VK4A. Coming to you again from Reengine and Turrbal and Yagara Country. On the social scene in VK Alara Meet. Happens in November, November 4 and 5 at Hobart. In VK4, November 9 at Sunfest at Mountain Creek State School's massive air-conditioned auditorium. Now, this is just off the Sunshine Motorway and Mountain Creek is tucked into the west of Mooloolaba. Also in VK4, Redcliffe, Redfest, April 1 and VK4 TFN will be here in a moment. Back to the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club, VK4 a car boot sale and deceased estate sale and it happens at the clubhouse 85 Godfrey's Road Pacific Paradise at 10am February 12 VK6 Pargfest happens February 11 and VK6QI will reveal more in just a sec and in VK3 February 5, it's Barg Hamfest. And we've been telling you every week since well before December that Barg Hamfest will be held at their club rooms. Well, this week, news in, at late notice, the club has had to change the venue. But the event is still happening, and VK3 ARM Robert has that late-breaking news. Don't forget to put next Sunday, 5th of February, in your phone or diary. Do it now. Why? Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Hamvention is on again. New venue at the airport. Doors open at 10 o'clock. Traders from 8am. Excellent place for reunions, to look for bargains or to offload items redundant to your needs. Great facilities, food and drink available. How could you possibly miss it? Go to the Barg website and click on the Hamvention link for details. We look forward to seeing you there. On behalf of the Ballarat Amateur Radio Group, I'm Robert, VK3ARM. The PL Amateur Radio Group in Mandurah, Western Australia, is running PAGFest on Saturday morning, February the 11th. We're celebrating PAG's 40th anniversary and the event promises to be bigger and better than before. A huge swap meet, attracting people from all over Western Australia, short talks by invited presenters demonstrations by various commercial organisations and clubs, and even a coffee cart to feed the hungries. Plus, we're running a huge raffle, which will be drawn on the day. Just think, you could share in $3,300 worth of prizes and could walk away as the proud owner of an ICOM IC7300 HF transceiver 
and other great prizes. You'll also be able to buy tickets at Pugfest. So, as usual, the event will be held at the Mandurah Bowling Club, 89 Allnut Street in Mandurah, just a short walk from the light rail station. Doors open at 8am for exhibitors and sellers and 9am for visitors. $5 per person for entry and $5 per table for exhibitors. Call CQ Parg on the VK6RMH repeater on 146850 with a 91.5 Hz subtone on the way in and out and chat on the very friendly Southwest All-Star Network. To book tables or for more information, email our secretary Jenny, VK6JEN, parg.secretary at gmail.com and of course check parg.org.au for details Pargfest, WA's best see you there among the raffles and bargains Saturday morning, February the 11th at 89 Allnut Street in Mandurah This is Mark, VK6QI for the PL Amateur Radio Group Redfest 2023, Saturday the 1st of April 2023 No, it's not a joke, we're fair income. Greetings from the Redcliffe and Districts Radio Club VK4RC, right here in South East Queensland. Robert Thompson, VK4TFN here. The Redcliffe Club will hold our ham fest on Saturday, the 1st of April 2023 at 9am at St Michael's College, Caboolture. Please mark the date in the calendar on your mobile phone. Breakfast is served at 8am. Redfest opens at 9am, $5 admission. Vendors, order your tables in March, $10 per table. Vendors are admitted free. It'll be a good day out. We look forward to seeing you. Thank you. And 73s from the Redcliffe and Districts Radio Club, VK4RC. Thanks, Robert. Now, as we sign off, I'll remind everybody to go and read the text edition for all the web addresses, the phone numbers, the email addresses, all the points of contact are always in that text edition of WIA. .org.au, the national news site. I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.